When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am JP Motor. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. JP, how you doing today, man? I am doing fantastic as always. That's we're great. Hanging out with my best friend. We uh, Rob got him a glass of water before we started this thing. Delicious. Tasty water. And we were just talking about, uh, I can't stand Deer Park water. And Rob loves. I, literally my de- favorite. My I, favorite bottled water. And Rob cannot stand Aquafina. Nope. And that is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's Rivalry Week Part 3. That's right. <laughs> it's the waters. The water I hate. The water wars. Yeah. By the way, I just want to say thanks to everybody who listened to us a couple weeks ago. Uh, we went to a – we went off the – off the off, into uncharted – Off the grid. Pod territory uh, into rivalry, rivalry Week for a couple weeks. And uh, I'll tell you what. We got some great feedback. Here's what I learned is people really enjoyed hearing us argue. They love some conflict. They did. They were like, I had more than one person be like, you guys should do that every week, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, first of all, we can't. No, that's not us. It's not us to, at all. to argue and to be mean. Um, but it it it's and it's also not possible because there aren't Our tastes. Yeah, we like similar music. Yeah, there aren't that songs that are song. There are songs that are like you know. Which Bob Seger song should we do? You know, uh-huh. and we would go, okay, I would put them in this order, and you would put them in that order. But songs that one of us loves and one of us hates—they're few and far between. There's even n- when we were picking the ones, I yeah. mean, those were pretty. Those were easy because yeah. those were out the gate. But, but those were one of only about three or four that we could even conceive. Uh-huh. So uh, it's just not happening, folks. I'm sorry. So it's nice to be back. Uh, be back in the familiarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you idiot. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, but so in that we're we're friends again. Rivalries, you know, over. We might try it again sometime in the future if we can come up with two more songs that we can, you know, think of. Um, but for today, we're friends. We probably should have brought us back in with this song because this is kind of a, maybe a song so. that segues back in. It's true. We've got a great song today that is kind of a breakup and makeup song. That's we'll, right. we'll talk about that in in just a little bit. Uh, an all time eighties classic. Female classic, pop classic, 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 classic. It doesn't get more classic than Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Let's take a listen. Yeah. 
There it is, Time After Time by Cindy Lauper from the album She's So Unusual. She's so unusual. Uh, by the way, before we get in, I want to do a shout out to the Rock Candy Podcast. Uh, they did a couple of weeks ago an episode on Cindy Lauper that was uh, money, as always. Um, really big fans of the Rock Candy show. Um, Ashley and Maggie, shouts out to you guys. Thanks for being fans of us. We are also fans of you. We feel like you are our foul-mouthed female cousins. Um <laughs> And uh, so, cool cover art on their logo too. Oh, love man, it. so good! One of my favorite podcast covers is Rock Candy Pod. So check them out. I think they're at Rock Candy Pod on Twitter. Um, they also have a Facebook page, and uh, of course, uh, you can find them on your favorite podcast app. So shouts out to them as unpaid advertising. We just like them. We go hand in hand together through this journey that we call independent podcasting. And me and Rob talked a little bit before. They'll go a little deeper on Cindy Lauper um, back history. Than, yeah, than we did. like she's got some really rough. Uh, parts of her story that we're just not going to get into. Uh, I can't. I just can't. I don't feel like we adequately could. Like it's. It wouldn't be as authentic even coming Their from us. Perspective will be. Yeah. So like. Angle on it. Um. It's. It's just. And it's just a little. It's just a little more grave than I'm. Than I'm. You know. That we're trying to go here. So we're going to keep it light. If you want to get heavy though, uh, go listen to Rock Candy's uh, episode on Cindy Lauper, and they and they talk a lot more about Cindy. We're focused on this particular song. Um, but they're, they're a little bit more on, on Cindy's life story. Um, so anyway, shouts out to rock candy. Keep on doing what you're doing. Uh, thanks for being awesome. Um, from the 1983 album, she's so unusual written by Cindy Lauper and Rob Hyman. Uh, if you want to get an idea of Cindy Lauper, just kind of look at the album art to this. Really, it's her just kind of being weird in the street, <laughs> dressed like her. There is there is only one Cindy Lauper, right? And she is always a hundred percent her. And I really feel like like she she's so unusual is probably the title of this album because that's everybody's first reaction to Cindy Lauper. Absolutely, you know, it's like she's a little weird. Is but she would probably say. Forget you. I'm unique, mm-hmm. and you're weird for not being able to understand why Absolutely. I'm awesome. That's good. Um, you know, I always one day I'm going to have the nerve. She's that girl in school. That's that girl. Yeah, you know, like there's exactly there's that one girl in school. That's Cindy Lauper. Yes, Hair, exactly. Dress the yep. way she talks, hangs by herself sometimes. Yes, yeah. And she and we had those girls in our school because there was Cindy Lauper before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like she it. paved the way for those girls to be like, screw you. I'm that girl. And uh-huh. if you don't like it, you can get over it. Yep. You know what good. I mean? Um, but anyway, the, the album art is her dancing. And I just realized looking at this, that the, the building that she's standing in front of, it looks like her elbow and, and head are kind of covering the, the, 
the words above the door, but it looks like it says something about Roberto Clemente. Yeah, above it's the, beside, it's, there's a statue that's around there. Okay. So it's around the Roberto Clemente statue. I looked up a little bit about the building. And the, of course the you did. But anyway, it's not that – it's not noteworthy because I don't remember it. Okay. I didn't write all it down, but but. shouts out to Roberto Clemente. Uh, we did the Good center field episode. from last week. Yeah, so oh, and we didn't mention him in greatest center in. fielders. Whoa. Oof, hey. Sorry about that. Clemente. 21 Ouch. Pittsburgh Pirates. There you go. There you go. Um, so yeah, so the album cover is like her doing like a, a twisty McFisty on the, on the side <laughs> of the street there. And, uh, so yeah, uh, it gives you a good picture right off the top. Like this is something a little, a little different, you know, even for the eighties, she was different, Absolutely. which tells you something that like we had a flock of seagulls in the eighties and Cindy Lauper was out there. Yeah. So, um, this song went number one on the Billboard Hot 100, as well as the AC and Canadian singles charts. AC is like that thing where... Uh, like we have a rock song, but we really want to kind of lighten it up for the workday listeners. We need to keep it a little chill at the workplace. So we kind of take out the electric guitars and pull up the acoustic guitars and it's just a little softer mix. Something uh, you'd hear on Delilah or John Tesh. Absolutely. Yes. That's that AC. Celine Dion is like the pinnacle of AC. Uh, probably Goo Goo Dolls really had some oh, AC, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, anyway, um, uh, so also nominated for MTV VMAs for Best New Artist, Best Female Video, and Best Direction. She was nominated for a Song of the Year Grammy uh, for this song and lost to What's Love Got to Do With It by Tina Turner. So Another big, powerhouse female. Absolutely. Gosh, Tina Turner, what a monster. Um, number six on Rolling Stone's list of 100 Best Singles of 1984, which is dubbed by Rolling Stone, Pop's greatest year. That is quite a claim. Yeah, that's uh do you have the other you have anything? I do. I've okay. got I've got the top five. Okay. Um, Roll them. So this is what this these are the top six songs of Pop's Greatest Year, 1984, according to Rolling Stone. Number six is Time After Time of Cindy Lauper. Number five, Thriller by Michael Jackson. Kaboom. Can't really argue. Yeah. At least the album deserves representation, you know what I mean? Whether it's Thriller or Billy Jean or yeah. yeah. Um and then number four, I'm a little surprised by, is Let's Go Crazy by Prince and the Revolution. Uh, I mean, it's a big song, but that's not in my top probably four Prince songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's Get Crazy, maybe. Maybe. I don't but know. I don't know. Okay, number four in that. Um, number three, I Feel For You by Shaka Khan. Number two, I am just out on totally. Borderline by Madonna. Ugh. It's so weak. It's lazy. It's so... It's. Listen, it's trash. I never say that, but that song is trash. Borderline, no, it's trash. Come on. You're, no, I'm out. Uh, and then the number one song of 1984, according to Rolling Stone, this is uh, When Doves Cry by Prince. Tough to argue with that. Two, two in the top five. When Doves Cry is a banger. Oh, yeah. I, I, we may do that one one dude, day. Dude, I mean, it's, it's so good. Um, so, yeah, that guitar solo at the beginning oh, is just it comes out a monster every time. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, turn that one straight up. Uh, written by Cindy Lauper and Rob Hyman. Um, I think it might be good for us to just go kind of straight in and talk about Cindy and, and Rob. Yeah, you want to meet the band? Let's just do it. Let's, let's meet them early. Hey, I got a great idea. Let's meet the band. Let's meet them. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. 
Meet the band that played on Time After Time. Um, we'll start with Cynthia and Stephanie Lauper. Yeah. Cindy Lauper did the soundtrack for The Goonies. Yes. Kaboom. Good enough. And there we go. All right. You're going to truffle shuffle for us? <laughs> also had, uh, she also did True Colors. Um, Phil yeah. Collins has a great version as well. Yep. Too. She has Grammys, Emmys, Tonys, MTV Awards. She's number 58 on the VH1 uh, Greatest of Women of Rock and Roll in the Top 100. She's got AMAs and Billboard Awards, too. Kaboom. Like, I left those out. Nice Four octave singing range. Yeah. But the best thing she's ever done in my book is the Pee Wee Herman theme song. Credited <laughs> to Ellen Shaw, actually, but that is her, um, Cindy Lauper. Really? If you it's look credited, up the credited to someone by the name of Ellen Shaw, she used, a, I guess, a pseudonym. A pseudonym, is that, yeah. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, those of y'all that don't know the Pee Wee Herman theme song, you're wrong. Because <laughs> here it comes. Listen to it. We could listen to that whole thing. I remember we were just sitting here jamming. Oh, like, man, we were rocking out, bouncing around. Yeah, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Talking about Cowboy about Curtis. Listen, talking about, yeah, how about you? Cowboy Curtis, uh, pre-Matrix, Lawrence, right, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, I, I got to, I have to, we probably shouldn't do this. I probably shouldn't give credence to whatever this is. <laughs> but my, the first place that I looked for it was on Apple Music. Uh, we found, we ended up finding the, the theme song on YouTube. But if you search, <laughs> if you search Pee-wee's Playhouse on Apple Music, it comes up something by an artist named Hot Dad. <laughs> Hot Dad. And it's a guy, I think he's got like taking a cowboy hat off, is what his artist profile picture looks like. <laughs> I do not recommend, I cannot, I cannot uh, sanction Hot Dad at all. <laughs> but here's a little bit of, just for kicks, this has nothing to do with this song. But this is a little bit of Pee Wee's Playhouse <laughs> by a Hot Dad. <laughs> Get a load of this. Appreciate what you're doing, but no hot dad. Just, you know what? Don't go anywhere near hot dad. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Just do not. Stay away. Yeah. Um, back to Cindy Lauper. Talk about Cindy. Let's yeah. Talk about something else. She, uh, she did her acting debut in 1988 with a film called Vibes with Jeff Goldblum, who y'all will know from Jurassic Park, Yeah, probably. Um, Bare-chested. Laying across a couch or something in the was that Jurassic Park? No, that was in like The Fly or something else. Fly, yeah, okay. was Gina Davis. He's a yeah. That is one big pile of was his Jurassic. That's Park. yes. There you go. Um, she suffers from psoriasis, the skin disease. Oh well, how about that? Good to know. Um, she's a really big uh, powerhouse for the LGBT community, mm -hmm. and actually, Shebop is. The th uh, the, thir the third single on this the th mm -hmm. th th third single on mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is the only song um, ever to openly mention gay porn to crack the top ten. Um, <laughs> That's so, the weirdest statistic. Uh, yeah, I know that was, uh, was pretty proud of that. Wow. Know. So yeah, her first TV show <laughs> she was on the 1989 
Super Mario Brothers TV yes. show. Which, Dude, with Captain Lou Albano. There you go. Oh, man. Dude, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, that's Cindy Lauper. That's okay. You, if you're going to talk about Cindy Lauper and then go to Captain Lou Albano, you got to talk a little bit about WWE. You do it. Okay. So she was part of the, uh, the rock and wrestling era, the Hulk Hogan. Uh, like she was at WrestleMania one, like Cindy Lauper. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like she's a, she's a WWE OG, uh, low key. I think she may be, I think she is a WWE hall of famer. I really could be mistaken about that. Holy cow. But, uh, yeah, she was, she was at WrestleMania one. She was a manager, uh, for a, she was a manager for a female wrestler. Ordinarily you'd have, uh, you know, the females be like managers or valets. Mm-hmm. They call them now for a male wrestler. And they would come to the ring. Like miss Elizabeth would come with, with Randy Savage, you know, Oh yeah, Elizabeth. Snap into uh, a slim gym. Snap into a slim gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Macho man. You got to do the macho man, but it shreds your voice and I need some delicious deer park water. <coughs> <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, so Cindy Lauper, uh, she, I mean, she was part of a, there was a, uh, there was a cartoon that was Hulk Hogan, uh, and Lou Albano and like Iron Sheik and Cindy Lauper. And so she was part of the, like the original eighties boom of wrestling that elevated it to national status. Cindy Lauper was in on the ground floor of that. So props to her for that. Cause that's awesome. That's big news for, and Rob enjoys that. Rob's a big wrestling guy. Heck yeah. Um, on, we talked a little bit, mentioned his name earlier, Rob Hyman. Writer, he actually plays keys on this mm-hmm. and does the backing vocals, which great BGV Rob is super fond of. And can I talk love more. his pronunciation, and he and he did he, he did what a a good BGV does, which is he matched Cindy's pronunciation. So like she says, if you're lost, you can look and you may find me. It's very pronounced. It's not me. It's, not it's me. meh, mm-hmm. right? So he matched. He he took that and didn't try to. You know, some people would be like, well, that's not how you say it. And it's going to be, oh, well, find me. And then you've got the, you know. Somebody going me and somebody going me. Yes. And so it matches up so well. In other words, what I'm saying is if you're backing somebody up on vocals, do what they do. Even if it's not what you would do, do their pronunciation, do their breathing, do everything that they do. Their cadence. Yes. Be right on with it. Exactly. Their emphases, all that stuff. Match them up. It'll make it 10 times better than if you just do what you think you should probably do. Match them up. Um, he founded the band The Hooters, not the restaurant, but yeah, the band. Right. Um, yeah. And We Danced is their hit. Um, I guess it is. It sure I is. guess it's their hit. Voted most likely to succeed in his for his yearbook superlative. Okay. Did y'all, did y'all have yearbook superlatives? Did you have one? I don't know if we had official. Oh, yes, we did because mine was like... Mine was like, uh, you know, nicest guy nicest. that nobody wants to go out with or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have superlatives at our at our school. I think they thought people would be offended, which I guess is the purpose. Somebody's yeah. going to get left <laughs> Somebody's, out. Yeah. Um, he also wrote for Willie Nelson, uh, Joan Osborne, um, and Everything But The Girl. He, oh. he wrote Missing. Cool. Um, okay. those of y'all that don't know that song. Neato. He also wrote, played, and arranged on Joan Osborne's debut album, Relish. Which uh, her big hit was uh, "One of Us." What if God was one of us? There you go. Uh, great version of that on uh, Austin Powers Three, by the way. Doc, if you've never heard Doctor Evil sing "What if God was one of us," yeah, blah, blee, blee, blee. Oh, so, so good. good. Yeah. It's a great segue into the guitar player. <laughs> His Eric Bazilian okay. um, guitars and bass on this album. He wrote for Prince. And did all of the Dr. Evil and Austin Powers, Spy Who Shagged Me Shut stuff up. was Eric Bazilian. 
that's awesome. Everything that he did. So that was a neat little little segue. He, in he's there. kind of a low key legend. You don't hear his name thrown around a lot, but I think he's done a lot in the business. Absolutely. He um, wanted to uh, pursue music, and like everybody else, he was watching the Beatles on Ed Sullivan at age ten. And there you go. How many, I don't know how many other people were led for that. Probably him. He did, and he wrote the title track, One of Us, for Joan Osborne. Okay. Eric Brazilian did. Man. So neat that him and Rob tied yeah. up again on this. On uh, producer, drums, and programming, a guy by the name of Richard E. Chertoff, maybe Chertoff, it's a C-H-E- Take your shirt off! It's C-H-E-R-T-O-F-F. There's always that guy at a concert. I know, right? Or baseball game, whatever. Yeah. Uh, produced Lost in Love, the Air Supply song. Solid. Um, also co-produced the theme for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. He co-wrote All Through the Night, uh, a song yeah. that me and Rob can debate and yeah. talk about. We... Uh, we listened back through, or we had a moment there where uh, Rob's like, "I got this this in my head. It's a Cindy Lauper song, but I'm not sure the song." Yeah. So we, I just knew the melody. I was like, "It's like nah, nah, man, man. Play, play the chorus so they know what song we're talking about." It's also on this album, so yeah. I feel like we should give it some some due credence. It's yep. on a 1983's album. She's so unusual. Yep. Here's a chorus. Till it ends, there is no end. So good little catchy chorus there from from Richard. That's really a earworm. Like once that gets in, it it's is not stuck. letting go. That's yeah. good. Uh, he also wrote "Christmas Is Love" for Ron Howard's "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." Oh. So there you go. Um, and I guess that's meet the band. So yeah. we'll wrap up the band. And speaking back on that last that last little jingle, the all through the night. What a great album this was. Monster. I mean, so we didn't really talk too much about the album yet, but girls just want to have fun on yep. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this. One one she bop which we mentioned earlier um time after stat time? of the day oh, i'm gonna go gosh. ahead and say that Let's one not, <laughs> stat of the day stat of the day is that dan patrick uh, yeah dan thing? patrick by way of ron burgundy i think right, right? Okay, yeah there you go um man and this song almost uh, it was the one where um i don't know it was her first number one single to reach top 10 in 15 countries and, wow. and did you hear how how she came up with the title and everything Good. let's talk about she, it she she saw the title in the tv guide for a 1979 movie about a british author hg wells who using his time machine traveled back in time to pursue jack the ripper the serial killer from 1888 of course and most of the album was done and they felt like they just needed one more song what Man. a classic tale that how many times this happened yeah that happens like so many times that we've heard that uh, and it becomes this monster. You think it's just a thing where, like, the pressure's off? You know what I mean? And then people Maybe. end up with these, like, you know what I'm saying? Where the moment of, like, okay, really, basically the album's done. This is just, like, a one-off. This is a filler? Yeah. Maybe? It's like it's like at the end of the day, you've been, you know, you've been playing, uh, like, playing basketball, right? You've been playing intense games of 21, you know? <laughs> if you know me, then you know how I roll with intense games of 21. And then just like at the end of the day, you're like, I'm just going to toss one three quarters of the court away. You know what I'm saying? And you're just like so relaxed and it just everything lines up. That's how it is for me anyway. I don't just know. Just throw it behind your back from half court and it yeah, goes in. Boom. Yeah. And then you get, you know, five billion hits on YouTube. That's kind of what this was. Like <laughs> this, is the, this is the behind the back from half court shot. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, uh, it's awesome. So uh, 
I don't know exactly how to categorize this song feel wise. Okay. It's like you, my first thought is it's a ballad, uh-huh. right? It's time, it's time after time. It's a ballad. She didn't want to release this song first because she didn't want to be categorized. Don't want to be known as a balladeer. Uh, yeah, right? So, um, but it's kind of not a ballad, is it? Yeah, we were talking. I was like, I was figuring out the, the beats per minute on this. I was like, Rob, what do you think the BPM is on this? And he's like, I, he's a lot smarter than me. I figured, <laughs> I figured it would be slower. It's 130. So for those of y'all that don't know or aren't as familiar with beats per minute, this is what 130 beats per minute sounds like. So that's a rockin' fast song. Yeah, if you hear that's that, that's not time after time. Right? That's not no, a slow song. that's a rock song. Yeah, that's like that's like summer song by Joe Satriani. That's, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's like a good. That's a driving tempo, is what you would say. Right. Right. Uh, but it's time after time. It's if you're lost, you can look, and you will find me. It's even got like accented. Uh, where like the the drums programming is doing like a rim click on every quarter note, which really drives, but it doesn't feel like a. I don't know if it's a, a, a fantastic job by the mix engineer, the whoever you know worked Richard on this. Richard E. Chertoff, good job with your production and programming, yeah. and mixing. Yeah, like it's just it still feels it feels like a ballad, but at the same time, it feels like um, up tempo. It's one of those things. It's almost like the tempo matches kind of the theme of the song mm-hmm. because the song is like um, it's a it's a breakup song. At least the way I'm reading it, it's like this isn't going to work, but I've got your back forever, right? It's like we're done here, but I love you. But I'm you with know, it. like <laughs> if you ever need anything, you know what I'm saying? You better call me. Yeah, um, it's very sweet. And it's sort of it's like dual, you know what I mean? It serves that purpose. Like you can you can slow dance to it, um, but you can but it's also a breakup. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, it's like you- the thing of like there was some TV show, and I wish I could pull the episode out of my brain where somebody gets broken up with, but the other person, the person who does the breaking up, does it with such soft such soft language, and they're so reassuring in the breakup that the person who got broken up with didn't even realize it <laughs> until they're talking to somebody else, and they're like. Dude, you just got broken up with. And they're like, no, 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 no. She said blah, 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 blah. And they're like, dude, that's you got broken up with. It's almost like that. Like yeah. you could listen to this song and and at the end of it, you go in for the go in for the goodnight kiss. And they're like, didn't wait, no, wait, wait. Did yeah. you not understand? Like we just broke up. Wait, what? The wait, the drum beats out of time. <laughs> yeah. Which is my favorite line in oh, this entire song. Yes. It really so says well it played. like we're we're out of sync with each other. We're out of step, you know. Um, but you know what? You keep on going. I'm gonna stay back here and do Cindy, and you keep going. <laughs> you go but, be you. But you know what? If you're lost, you can look, and I'll, you'll find me. I'm right there. I'm there. Time after time, I'm not even far enough away from you that you can't feel me if you're if you need something. That's, you know what I mean? That's good. It's sweet, man. It's yeah. like it's the sweetest little happy breakup song. It's so unusual, <laughs> is what it is. It's just so unusual. <laughs> Um, covers? Yeah, Let's absolutely. Talk on covers. My favorite cover is Pink. Okay. Have you heard Pink's version? No, I have not. Let's listen to Pink do. I think if anybody can do Cindy Lauper, Pink has the oh, right to cover Cindy Lauper. Can't wait to hear this. Check this one out. I just typed in oink. <laughs> time after time, oink. Oh boy. 
My favorite cover yeah. because I feel like Pink grew up listening and wanting to be like Cindy. Absolutely, Lopper. great call. She's like the spiritual daughter of yeah, Cindy Lauper in so many ways. That's great, and I feel like she that, that has actually that cover has drawn influence from another cover. Okay, I'm going to play you of uh, Eva Cassidy. The okay. late Eva Cassidy has a cover of this um, that is one of my wife's favorites. Um, let's take a listen to this. This is uh, Time After Time by Eva Cassidy. If you're lost, you can look and you will find me. Definitely goes me. Me, yeah. If you fall, I will catch you. I'll be waiting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I really, real tasty. Really dig that. Yeah, very subtle. We were saying while it was playing. That's how you expect the song to feel tempo wise. Mm-hmm. When you think of this song, that's, that's the how, yeah. tempo you think of, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's like 30 beats a minute faster than yep. that, at least. Um, Matchbox 20 loses if you want to hear the worst cover. I, You've got some bad ones? No, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree on awful. Matchbox 20. Yes. I'm not a Matchbox 20 guy, um, but yeah. So I don't give them much credit to begin with, but I, I would totally agree. That Another disappointment for me was the Miles Davis version because I am a Miles Davis fan. Yeah. And I do not like what he does to this song. Yeah. It was really different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know particularly which version. Um, it doesn't matter. We don't, to, to, we don't have to listen to it. It's him. pretty interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, just it's not, a lot. It's slow. It's slow. Like a, yeah. It's very slow. Almost slow, painfully yeah. slow. Yep. And um, that was slow, what we just listened to, but this is a. It's slow. There was a version that I actually kind of dig that I hate to say that I kind of dig it. Okay. No, it was it's by fine. Little Mo. Did you hear that one? No, I did not. I, I saw that. I was like, there's no way I'm going to like this, like, just because it's Little Mo. Okay. It's not really my, my jam. I don't but, think I'm really up on Little Mo. But so. uh, it wasn't bad. Um, you can have a little sampling of it. Okay. Okay. So like we're not stopping this no. drum loop. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're not getting out of our the drum's drum. not going to beat out of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 
Dug that man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. She did it. Yeah, she did it right. You got another. Um, uh, you got another one. I do. Uh, I think I have one other cover. Same kind of vibe here. Check this out. This is uh, "Time After Time" by. I, I don't know if this is Enoj I N O J. I don't know, um, but I kind of dig it. If Lil Mo's version was the slow jam version, uh, this is sort of the Running Man this, Challenge this is version. The Jam's version. Yeah, it's like it's got that it's got some more energy to uh, it. You know what I mean? Which is nice because that's really closer to how the feel ends up yeah. being. Once the drums and everything come mm-hmm. in, you don't it eases into it so well that you don't really it doesn't really get there. But that's got some energy that most of the tr- uh, like straight ballad covers lack. Right, that's the thing that they're missing. Like you can fall asleep to the Eva Cassidy mm-hmm. version. You really, you know, uh, the the original, the, the Cindy Lauper version gets some energy to it, and mm-hmm. it's got a pulse and it's got a drive. So I, I enjoy the that others. Version. The first ones we listened to, the Pink version, the Eva Cassidy, those could be coffee. Sh- I mean, that's coffee shop music. Yeah, whereas definitely you're not going to play the one that you just play Enoj yeah. at a coffee shop. No, no, no. Yeah, so I really, I really dig it. I had one more. Um, there, it was a soundtrack. Um, Joseph William Morgan. Did you see that one? No. It starts off, it's like, no. Mine start. Mine went from nah to yeah. Okay. So as it develops, um, it, we don't even have to listen all the way through. I don't know. We can take a sampling. Yeah. We got some time. Sure, you're. Take a listen. So it starts no for me. Like, this is a definite no. Yeah, that's a hard no there. It's a hard no. But But... So there's no, it's just a chorus lyrically, right? Yeah. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Okay. October. Right here. Woo! Are you serious? Yes. That's huge. Wow. 
Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so, so that's from a uh, from a YouTube uh, series or channel called Epic Pop. That's the extremes. Like no yeah. for me to like yes yeah which is kind of the dynamic of the relationship in True. this maybe if you kind yeah. of pencil it in I, together that so. had me stank facing by the end man. that was really good um neat cover section there man so, very neat cover section pretty thorough one hey um, i'll give some shouts to one of our listeners our friend uh rachel smith she said make sure you do a good cover section or people that have covered this song okay so I was like, there's oh, lots we do of them every time, so yeah there. so many so many good covers um you know what here's what i'm gonna do we've got some stuff on cindy um, and she's got some really interesting stuff, but what I want to do on that, I just want to, I just want to throw you over to the rock candy podcast. Let's throw some love. They've got some great stuff. They go really detail on Cindy's, Cindy's life and, and stuff about her losing her voice and how she got it back and all this kind of stuff. Um, if you want to, if you want kind of Cindy's story, um, check out the rock candy pod. We'll let them, we'll let them cover that. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna go kind of toward the end here. I just want to throw out a couple more things here. You got anything like on the video? Just uh, just a couple notes before we go. We've got you know kind of a video of, of of note. I mean, it's not like a legendary video or anything, but it's it kind of tells the story of a of a breakup and whatever. Sure, a couple things. I think it's I guess a lot of people do this, but her then boyfriend, yeah. David Wolf, is in the video. Um, starts with her quoting scenes of a movie. I had to look up what the movie was. Yeah. She's in there. It's called Garden of Allah. I don't uh-huh. know if you looked it up. Anyway, I didn't know anything about the movie. The final scene, she's really crying. Yeah. That, which I thought that's was... That's what I was going to bring up. Okay, it's like she. Well, no, that's it. It's just that she... That, like she, It's the deal where she's like looking out a window, sheds a single tear, and it was legit. Uh, like they, they were like, do you need, you know, you need us to like... You know, do smelling salts or something to help you cry, and she's like, "No, I can pull off a tear. This. Like, there's no problem." And if you, it, once you once you learn about her backstory, you'll understand why. Um, and you know what? Let me just take a section of this. Uh, if you if you listen to the Rock Candy podcast on Cindy Lauper, um, you'll find out that her her background uh, as a as a survivor of uh, sexual assault and abuse is horrific, and. Um, and her and her background, unfortunately, is full of that kind of stuff. And so, I don't do serious very often uh, on the podcast, but I will do serious just for a second um, because that's something that hits close to home to me. Just a number of people around me who are close to me uh, have been victims of uh, sexual violence and assault. And I just want to say, if you're listening to the show and you identify with that and that hits home to you, be sure that you find somebody that you can open up to about that and talk to and, and get some healing in your life. Cause that's not something that you can live with. You shouldn't have to live with it. Find some people around you who can kind of help you bear that burden. Find a, find a, um, a mother, you know, your, your own mother may not be the person for you that you can talk to that about, but find someone near you who can mother you through that and, uh, and, and help you to get some healing in your life. Cause like, Otherwise, your your life is never going to get straightened out until you can um, until you can get through that. The way out is through. So um, if if that is if that is a descriptor of your life, if you identify with Cindy Lauper in that way, um, make sure to get some get some healing, man. Find a pastor, dude. Like I, you know, we're we're, it, we're I, no secret about who we are. Sure, and I think it's great that Rob mentioned that. We've joked for every episode. You know, we're, like, we're a podcast for the people. We care right. about the people. Yeah, but we really do care about people. Yeah. Um, so, and we may not have the right words to say. Yeah, but you know, if, if you're lost, yeah, you can find help. That's out right. There. So seriously, all joking aside, to type back in, but that's well said, Rob. Thanks yeah. for doing that. So, all right, serious serious time is over. 
Um, so this was in Napoleon Dynamite. Wow. There yep, we go. There you Kaboom. Go. And it was also at the end of season two of Stranger Things. Yes, it was. So there you go. And, uh, and I'll send us out by saying uh, that, of course, uh, this was used in a McDonald's commercial called <laughs> A Better McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> That's more great song podcast than you'll ever hear. We back. That's right. We back. That's good, man. Wherever you're it listening, it's about lunch time. Let's yeah, go get some McNuggets. Some McNuggets. Let's do Let's it. Let's do something like uh, that. Wherever you're listening to the show, however you're getting to us, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, YouTube. Even there's like one person I think that listens to the show <laughs> on YouTube. So like, thanks very much for catching all the episodes that don't get flagged uh, for copyright infringement. And uh, awesome. seriously, thanks so much. Check us out on Twitter at Great Song Pod. Uh, check out our Facebook group at uh, Great Songs and the great people who love them greatly. We got a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Occasionally, we're giving away some prizes of unspeakable value, uh, some bonus content. You just never know what's going to happen. We've got a great community over there. So, uh, thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back next week as we roll toward the middle endish. The end is near of season three uh, coming up here soon. So. Uh, we got some good stuff planned until then. We hope you'll stick with us. Tell a friend about the show. Tell somebody's dad about the show, dads man. Dads love this dads, show. Dads are our target audience <laughs> somehow. Like Truck drivers and dads. That's kind of our thing. <laughs> That's right, man. So uh, until next time, I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music.